everybody stepped up and helped Renee today and Am I Wrong? Because she was struggling with something, and, uh, well, that's what Am I Wrong is built for. I thought we were going to have a winner on the brain drain today. I did, too. Man, she was doing great. Man, Trash Lash, we hit a 1,000. <laughs> that was a surprise, too. I didn't even have the intern house band ready at first. But that just shows you they're always ready. That's right. Mm-hmm. Man, it was a fun show today. Always is, and you'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Am I wrong is when somebody is struggling with something in their life, so they reach out to us so that you can help them, and that is why we find Renee on the phone with us today. Renee, what's going on? Why are you on Am I Wrong today? Hey, guys. So uh, here's the situation. Um, I've been dating this guy, Aiden, for, gosh, maybe half a year, a little bit longer, and things are going really great. It's an awesome relationship, but his best friend is a girl. Um, And, you know, I'm not... It's fine. I'm not really threatened by her. You know, they've been best friends for a long time. And, um, you know, recently, this is where the issue comes up. Recently, her name's Heather. Heather just got dumped. And it's, you know, it's fine. I feel for the girl. They were in a long-term relationship. So, you know, long story short, Heather and my boyfriend have been talking a lot lately because, you know, she just got dumped. So she needs her friend. She's running to her friend for, you know, support and guidance. Mm-hmm. And this is all fine, but, you know, it's eating up a lot of my boyfriend's time. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I need to know, you know, at what point are we crossing boundaries in terms of, like, you're using up too much of his time? Like, for example, they went to go hang out the other day to get drinks, and I basically had to invite myself. Ooh. And, yeah, and, like, I was like, hey, like, are, can I can I come with you guys? You know, like, yeah, that does feel weird. So how long have they been friends? Are these childhood friends or how long has that been going on? Yeah, since college. What's that? I'm sorry, your phone broke up there a little bit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they've been friends since college. Okay, so they were obviously friends before you and him became an item? Yeah, was, they were. Was there ever anything romantic between these two? Uh, I have been told no. Okay. okay. Man, the way you say that, though. Yeah. Yeah. I've used that line before, <laughs> well, too. She's a uh, beautiful woman. What's that? I mean, yeah, she's gorgeous. She's a gorgeous woman. I'm not, you know, I, I would understand if he had been with her before. But as far as I've been told, they've only ever been friends. Do you trust your boyfriend? Um... That's an answer. I mean, yeah. do any of us trust our boyfriends? Right, well, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. Mean, uh, boy, that took a long time to answer. So I think we got the answer now. Is he doing like shady stuff? Is he hiding his phone? Is he, you know, you can't get a hold of him for long periods? Is, is he doing anything shady? No, not really. It's 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 very much just like a uh, a time thing. Like he's always, you know, lately since her breakup he's been you know constantly texting her she'll text you know way late into the night or he'll be on the phone with her so it's just it's really just a demand on his time kind of thing which i understand with best friends and you know that's it wouldn't even be an issue i think if it were a dude but it's not it's a it's a girl and she's constantly in his phone right now and i just i'm trying not to be jealous but it's getting really hard Uh, have you brought this up to him yet or no no, I'm not going to be that girl. Absolutely not. But do you ever get to hang out with them, or is it just always those two? Like, do you ever get to go along? I mean, there was, like, the, you know, obligatory introductory hangout when I first met her months okay. ago. Um, but, I mean, other than that, they try to just, you know, they just do their best friend stuff, and I don't really necessarily get invited unless I speak up or say something. So, I mean, it does kind of hurt my feelings, but it's his best friend. You know, I have a best friend. I wouldn't invite, you know, is it a dude Aiden along with me? Is it a guy? No. Okay. No. That's it's the difference. Not. Now, would I, I'm it in the camp? Different. I'm in the camp where I just I don't think that men and women can just be friends, which is absurd in right. my opinion. I'm, yes, exactly. I, yeah. I'll admit that it's absurd, but I always think that there's just something else there. They can be friends with best friends where they're hanging out all the time. I don't know, man. Because see, I have I have female friends that I text with and, right. and go to lunch with or whatever and hang out with. Yes, but they're not your best friends where you get go through a breakup and you're 
calling them up. I, I don't know. I mean, because when you go through a breakup, you, you you definitely look for dependability, right? Yeah. Like someone that you can kind of vent to. And if that's this, uh, that's maybe, to me, more of a brother-sister type relationship. But I, I don't know. I'm not going through it. I'm also not the one being frozen out of my own relationship, which I can... <laughs> and not to dismiss, dismiss you at all, Renee, because, you know, if you're feeling it, obviously it is true to you. Yeah. I don't know. Well, this is, uh, Renee, this is exactly what Am I Wrong was built for. So what we're going to do is we're going to put you on hold, okay? You'll be able to hear all the calls, hear all the texts that come in, and we'll find out, are you wrong for being a little uncomfortable that your boyfriend is constantly hanging out with his female best friend, okay? All right, thanks, guys. All right, hold on one second. 320-656-9453, that phone number will work no matter where you're listening right now. You can call us up, and we'll help Renee out. Is she wrong? Mm-hmm. Kelly and Wood. We got Renee sitting on hold right now. She's a little bit upset because her boyfriend has a best friend who's a female. Mm-hmm. Uh, her boyfriend's best friend recently broke up with the guy she was dating. Now her boyfriend and his female best friend are spending a lot of time together alone without Renee, and she wants to know, is she wrong for being a little bit upset about that? Uh, what do you think? It- be different if like we were spending time together all of us but one-on-one's a little sketchy yeah especially when you're because you're like wanting to go along and kind of being told eh no yeah yeah no that's 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 sketchy have you ever been through anything like this before no no i no i've pretty much been tied down for the last 10 years so tied down huh? <laughs> in there sister <laughs> sounds like true love yeah she's a blooming <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the call this morning. I know we got text popping up on this one. A lot of them rolling in. A lot of people that have gone through this, and I'll keep some of these names out because you know I'm not trying to get anybody. Yeah, in man, we don't want to get anyone in trouble. How about this? I've had two male friends for over thirty plus years. I mean, and we're talking. I have lived with. I have worked in the same business together. Now his girlfriend had a problem with it at one point in time, but we said deal with it. My point is. You can be friends with the opposite sex. It depends on your self morals. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people saying, what about his level of attractiveness? Now, you, our caller, Renee, said that this other lady is, in her words, gorgeous. Right. That's the tough part. That would give me a little bit of trouble. Other people texting in, most of my friends are men, as I find women too catty and judgy. I didn't say that. No, that's from a texter, right. Uh, my best friend is a man who has been a family friend for 20 plus years. We're both single because we're good family friends, and it has not and would not ever go anywhere. I understand that. Like, I've had female friends, just not close female friends. You know, because I feel like I feel like saying that men and women can't be friends is a bit ignorant for me to say because mm-hmm. clearly they can. I just look. I know how men think. That's all I'm going to say. Watch yourself now. Uh, other people texting in. How about this one? Can you deal with this the rest of your life? Of course, Renee. Uh, is are you going to marry this guy? If that's true, are you willing to say goodbye to this friend forever? Other people texting in, hey, she needs to brave up and talk to her boyfriend about how she's feeling and how this hurts her. Sounds like she's not demanding. He stopped seeing her, but maybe there can be some boundary sets. So, All right. We got text. someone We got someone sitting on hold says they've kind of been through a situation like this. What's up? I do have a guy best friend. We've been best friends since college back in 2010, and he's just been there for me through literally everything. He was the one who told me that my boyfriend at the time, his best friend, cheated on me. And so ever since then, we've been really, really good friends. And honestly, I tell him everything. He, for the most part, tells me everything, too. Now, even as a a mistake one time, has anything romantic ever happened between you guys? You've got to be 100% honest. No, nothing ever. We've never been interested in each other. And you're 100% out on him that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, he knows that I'm into rodeo guys. He's too much of a city boy for me. <laughs> like, If you got a boyfriend and they were uncomfortable with you being friends with this guy, your best friend, would you say okay? Or would you say, no, my friendship's more important than this relationship? Actually, that did happen. When I was dating the guy that I ended up getting married, he did not like me being friends with him. Mm. And... I actually, I had to cut him from my life. And that actually really hurt. Hey, if it works for you, I'm happy for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it works out great. And I tell boyfriends, like, hey, this is my guy best friend. Don't need to worry about him. If you're uncomfortable, I'm sorry. I I can't lose him again. 
I lost them once, and I'm not going to go through that again. But- All right. Well, we appreciate the call this morning. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Bye. All right, let's keep them coming. we got to help Renee out. 320-656-9453 is the phone number. Is she wrong for being upset that her boyfriend is constantly hanging out with his female best friend and excluding her out of it? Are we other more texts coming in that have gone through this exact thing? All right, we'll take more calls, more texts. Give Renee her judgment next. Kelly and Wood. Renee is on Am I Wrong today because she's upset that her boyfriend is hanging out with his best friend who happens to be a female. His best friend, who's the female, just happened to go through a breakup, and now they're spending a lot of time together and excluding Renee. She wants to know, is she wrong for being upset about it? And uh, some texts rolling in here. So people that have gone through this, uh, again, leaving all names out. I'm not trying to put anybody in trouble here. I have been through this situation. I gave him the ultimatum. It's either me or her. He clearly chose me. Now we're happy with the baby. So here's some good news there. Okay, that's good. My best friend is a male. When I started dating my boyfriend, I told him that my best friend is male. And if you can't handle that, then you're going to have to go. My boyfriend and I have been together for four years now. And those two are actually great friends. That's cool. Other one says, I've been through this. I have my best friend. We were best friends in elementary school. We're now over 50. He's like a brother to me. We can, can be honest see. with each other. Our spouses are totally okay with it as they get along as well. I can see that. That's good, that. you know? All right, so we got someone says, you don't think that he should be hanging out with his girlfriend, or his best friend who just went through a breakup. That's what you're saying? Absolutely. She's in a vulnerable state, so we don't know what's going to happen. Oh, so you're more worried about her than the boyfriend. Yeah. Now, this is good because I didn't even think of that at camera angle on this one. Mm-hmm. That, you know, yeah. desperate people do desperate things. And maybe she realizes exactly. that she let the the real catch was under her nose the entire time. Right. It, the movie writes itself on this one. Well, yeah, this is you watching too many Hallmark movies, but yes, I can see where you can kind of come to that. So have you ever been in a situation like this? Absolutely, I have. Okay, what That's happened? That's why I know. So, guy that I was dating at one point had a female best friend, of course. And she was always trying to be around. I mean, I was trying to be friendly with her at first, but it just seemed like she just never went away. So it just became a problem. And eventually they kind of separated, not friends anymore. Unfortunately, we're not together anymore. So, yeah, that's that. (laughs) Was that a big part of it, though? Was that friendship? Is that kind of why it just didn't work out? Yeah, it was a huge part of it because he felt he shouldn't have to let go of a friend but I felt that, yeah, she's your friend, but why is she always around? Right. Mm. You know, I'm supposed to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're not together now, though, are they? No, no. Okay. Uh, well, I would hope not. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that, that would have been a real stick in the eye on the way out the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call this morning. All right, should we give Renee her judgment, Wood? Come on. All right, Renee, you heard all the calls, you heard all the texts, your judgment today, and am I wrong? Some people are saying, now nah, you got to let it go. But a lot of people are saying, yeah, you have every right to be uncomfortable with this and you should probably bring it up to him. Yeah. So after hearing all the responses, I am feeling a little bit more confident in my discomfort. Um, so I'm probably I'm going to bring it up to him. So thank you, guys. I really appreciate the input from everybody. But let's say right, you bring it up and just to be devil's advocate here. And he says, look, I've been friends with her longer than I've known you. I can't just cut her out of my life. Are you willing to say, okay, but I, I, as long as you brought it up, it's okay? Or are you going to say, like, this is a line in the sand, stop hanging out with her, or you and I are finished type thing? Well, what I've kind of been, like, formulating in my head is I'm going to, you know, tell him it bothers me that, you know, the amount of time and, like, all, you know, all of the, the constant interaction with her. I'm just going to say, look, like, I don't, want you to stop being her friend. That's not what I want. I just want to be, you know, as included in your life, in your daily, day-to-day life as she is. I don't think that's wrong. No, not, and as a guy, like, if, if say, I was in this position and my girlfriend came to me and said that, I'd be like, you know what? Okay, yeah, you're right. Let's, you know, let's work on this. Right. If you come at it like that, I think that's a good thing. But if you come at it like, ah, oh, her or me, yeah. then that's a, eh. That's, that's going to backfire. Yeah. <laughs> but do what you yeah, want. I yeah. I don't want to make him feel bad. I just, I just want to be as, you know, I want to feel as special as Heather feels, you know? Yeah. I don't blame you. And you deserve it, girl. All right. Here we go. Uh, thanks, y'all. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Yeah. All right. Before y'all's menses sink off, let's get out of here. <laughs> well, Renee, thank you so much for being on Am I Wrong this morning, and I hope it helped you out a little bit. Thank you, guys. I appreciate y'all. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. 
And we got a lot of money that we want to give away right now. Yes, sir. And a little something called the brain drain. I believe we have Kayla on the phone who is ready to play with us. Kayla, what are you up to this morning? Just getting kids ready for school. Okay, yes. sounds good. Well, are you ready to win a fat stack of cash? Oh, that'd be awesome. What would you do with nine hundred ninety nine dollars? Um, I don't know. Pay bills. Oh, that's the Kelly Jordan answer. That's right there. the responsible thing to do. I'd do the same exact thing. <laughs> that's lame, but that's fine. It's not my money. It's hopefully your money, Kayla. So here's the deal. You know the rules of the game, right? Yep. All right, but don't forget, you can pass as many times as you would like. Okay. A lot of people forget that. I just like to remind them. All right. Now you got to get 10 right in 60 seconds. Kayla, are you ready? Yes. Kelly Jordan, are you ready? Fingers on the timer. All right, Kayla. Let's win $999 with the brain drain. Which brand's slogan is nothing runs like a deer? John Deere. What is the name of the blue tang fish in Finding Nemo? Dory. Stephanie Meyer is the author of what Team Vampire series? Twilight. Which fictional spy likes his martinis shaken, not stirred? Pass. What is the name of Harry Potter's school? Hogwarts. Coca-Cola introduced what soda on August 9th, 1982? Pass. The Elantra and Sonata are models of what automotive brand? Nissan. No. Elantra and Sonata. Oh, yeah, right. I was thinking Nissan, too, because right now I'm driving a Nissan something or other. Nice. Way to know your car. <laughs> the answer we were looking for there is Hyundai. Hyundai. You're on a great Aww. pace. I know. I really thought. I was sitting here like, here we go. This is our winner this morning. Uh, the oh, ones man. you passed on, Coca-Cola introduced what soda on August 9th, 1982? I'm guessing Diet Coke. Correct. Okay. And what fictional spy likes his martinis shaken, not stirred? Bond. James Bond. That's right. But, man, you were rolling there uh-huh. for a second. But the good news is, Kayla, we're going to throw another $50 on. Brooke will have that for you at 2 o'clock, plus you're in for the $1,000 on Friday, okay? Sounds good. Thanks, Kayla. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So these police officers just happen to be in the area responding to another crime that someone had called the police for, right? Excuse me. Well, when they came around the corner, they saw police tape up in another area and someone else had police taped up where an electrical wire had fallen down. Oh, my gosh. Right. So that right there, dangerous situation, right? Well, anyway, while they were waiting on someone to come fix this wire, a young man, eight years old, grabs the wire. Mm. Now, I would think that that wire would be sparking and flipping and flapping all over the place, but I don't know. I, I don't know enough about electricity to know why it was sitting there like that. Anyway, the police officer comes around the corner, sees a young man laying in the middle of the street, sees his friend panicking, and instantly springs into action. Now, there's a nine-minute body cam video with this one, and I'm not going to lie, it's hard to watch. But here's a part where the officer, even knowing that there's this live electrical wire right there, gets down, crawls over to the kid, and drags him away from it. And here's a just a quick snippet of the body cam footage. <laughs> Stay there, buddy. Oh, he's still breathing. Hey, buddy. Stay there, buddy. Come on, come on. Hey, bud. So he was still breathing, just barely clinging to life after grabbing this electrical wire. Now, luckily, uh, Corporal Daniel Rose was the one who happened on the scene and dragged the kid to safety and stayed with him and comforted him. Because when the kid came to, the part of the video I didn't want to play is when the kid came to, he was just screaming in pain. Well, yeah. Right. And so, luckily, paramedics were on the way. They did get the kid to the hospital, and he is now in stable condition. Can we get the electric company out here, guys? I know. Let's get this, you know, buttoned now, up. I Like, I read this story on multiple websites. I'm like, well, how did this wire come down? Why was it just sitting there? Like, why was the kid able to grab it? I, I couldn't find any of those details anywhere. Yeah. So I don't know that side of the story. But this uh, corporal is just... He said he didn't. He said that it was one of the times in his career where he saw a young man laying in the street, and instinct instantly took over. He said he didn't even really remember it when it was over. Wow! Because I mean, you get that. I guess you get that dump of adrenaline too, and that just you're just operating. Well, the training kicks in, right? Like right. you see somebody in need. My job is to help people in need get to it. And he said he has kids of his own too. And when you see a child laying in the middle of the street like that, it just your parenting instincts kick in.
Mm. Amazing story, man. This dude saved this kid's life. This could have been just a absolute tragedy that could have happened for this family. And because of this quick thinking officer, it wasn't. It ain't good, but it ain't it ain't the worst. Think of how many heroes had to come through. You yep. know, not only that police officer, but the first responders that showed up. I and mean, then he just, just happened to be there for another police call that had come in. How would you? Yeah, how about that guy who just got robbed? He's like, well, fine, <laughs> all right. I guess I'll go to the back burner. Yeah, now. well, hey, guy, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Relax. Unbelievable, though, man. And just like watching that body cam footage is it's it's disturbing, man. But this cop went and did it, and then probably. Went and answered another call but, afterward. But like all joking aside, no, he saved this kid's life, turns it over to the paramedics, and is like, okay, well, now I got to go get to that problem that yep. I was literally on the way to. Absolutely. And go deal with that person who, by the way, is going through probably one of the worst days of their lives. It's, yeah. Mm. It's amazing. It, man. It's amazing when you stop and think about it, man. Mm. And that's why we do these stories, man. I have to. Especially when it's about law enforcement doing something like this. Because we love it, and we do it every day thanks to Audio Video Extremes. Ladies and gentlemen, that was your happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. As a matter of fact, to find the first self-driving car, you would have to go back 30 years I believe 1993 was 30 years ago, wasn't it? Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty accurate. So there was a guy, his name is Han Min Hong. He's a South Korean professor, and he built and set, successfully tested a self-driving car back in 1993. Now, this wasn't like just on a closed course. It went 100 feet, and wow, isn't that amazing? We have self-driving cars. No. This car traveled 185 miles on a busy road from Seoul to Busan. Went through one of Korea's most heavily trafficked areas. Okay. It went through there and navigated just fine. Not a single accident was able to keep up with traffic. Now, the reason why this never took off at the time is the the technology was huge and bulky, and there wasn't room for, there's only room for one passenger in the car at the time. Ah, yes. Because through a combination of sonar and cameras and everything else is how the car was able to drive itself. Me and all my friends. Right. Mm. So either way, though, but in 1993, now, why didn't this take off? Well, he asked for government funding to help do more research to reduce the size of the technology so people could actually ride in it. The government said, no, we're not giving you any funding for this. And that was it. It was dead dead on the vine at the time. Hmm. So we could have had self-driving cars for 30 years at this point. Wouldn't that be wild? I I hate hate the idea of a self-driving car. I hate it. I kind of like it. Of course you do. Because you want to live in a place also where you don't have to leave the house to go anywhere. Yeah, why would you? Why would you want to leave? Right, maybe to get you some. See how much gas is? Maybe to get some vitamin D. Gas is expensive. You're not wrong on the gas part. It is expensive. I'm not saying you have to drive 150 miles to do anything, but but so- there is something about having that freedom of being able to get behind the wheel of a car and go wherever you want. Now there are a bunch of dummies out there that shouldn't be driving. Don't get me wrong. May I put my aluminum foil hat on for just a hot second? You can. What's going to happen when we have self-driving cars and they know exactly where you are? And say they think that you've committed some kind of crime. Next thing you know, your door is locked. You don't have control of your car anymore, and you're being driven to the police station by your own car. That's a Tom Cruise movie. Right. Yeah. What is that? Pre-crime. What was that movie called? Uh, Minority Report. Mission Impossible. Minority Report. Yes, you're right. Where they did the pre-crime stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Or we have suspicion that you may be committing a crime later on today. We're bringing you into the police force. Yeah. Right, not the police force, but the police precinct. You know uh, when you don't have that issue? When you don't leave the house. Right. Nah. No, are they just lock you down in your house? Are you Because you probably want to live in a pod, I bet. You're, you're no, wanna, no, I want You want to eat bugs and live in a pod. No, I'm not that weird. God and, knows what you look at on the internet. Right. And okay. let Big Brother shut down your bank account whenever they want to. All right, guys. You guys have... You take the hat off yet? Don't worry, Brian. I'll save you a spot on my compound. <laughs> Wait, Welcome in, brother Brian. But what about those road trips? Self-driving? You don't have to drive at 2 a.m. to 6 a.m.? You just kind of chill and just relax? That part bit? would be nice. I, one of my favorite YouTubers, Ryan Trahan, did that. He took a he did it like a twelve hundred mile self driving ride or something like that. But you can't fall asleep because every like ten seconds you have to touch the wheel. No, but that's okay as long as you're just kind of chilling. I'd be all right with. that. I'm not trusting enough. I I, I don't I don't trust it. Me I can't either. do it. I can't do it. I damn sure wouldn't trust the one that was built in 1993. <laughs> yeah, what kind of radioactive ways is that thing? You know that thing was humming and everything. <laughs> that guy now has four limbs after yeah. creating yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, he's long dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's he's really old in this picture that I have of him. So he's. <laughs> 
been dead probably. Like, he probably so, died in 1995, judging by this photo I have. Probably off the just the radio waves of that <laughs> ride. Uh, all right. Well, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I really did that back in 1993. They were still trying to develop this technology. And I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad it's still in its early stages. So that maybe I'll be dead before it takes us over. Oh, okay. Nice. And I'll have another one for you tomorrow, and you might not like that one either. But the great news is yeah. I don't care because sometimes I have to say out loud to the world that maybe it's that bad. All right, we got Vikings tickets that we're giving away, and we would love to get you in to see them. This is all thanks to Pepsi. Yes, of course, this is to see the Vikings and the Bears Monday night, November 27th, and also get you qualified in for the grand prize, which is that sweet package when the Vikings take on the 49ers. So it's time to figure out how much do I know about the NFL. I believe that we have Morgan, who's sitting on hold right now. Morgan, what are you up to this morning? I'm working. Okay. Understood. Understood. Now, Morgan, you know how this game is played, right? Yes. You will hit your wagon to Kelly Jordan's star or mock him incessantly. Now, the question <laughs> I'm going to ask today here is, everyone knows Taylor Swift and Mr. Kelsey are a thing. Yes. But yes. did you know he has a brother who also plays in the NFL? What team does he play for? Now... Morgan, will Kelly Jordan get that question right, or will he get it wrong? I kind of feel he'll get it right, only because this has been in the media for and been talked about for how long now? Yeah, and he won't stop talking about Taylor Swift? (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, all right. I'm not the one on trial here. All right, Kelly Jordan. Okay. Jason Kelsey. I I just saw a funny meme about this this morning, and so... I know it's one of two teams. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to think oh, of what gosh. color jersey he was wearing in the meme that I saw this mm-hmm. morning. And I'm going to go for it. Here's what I think it is this morning. Anytime. I think he plays for the Washington Commanders. Final guess. Final ultimate response. That is incorrect. Ah, dang it. Right division, wrong team. Who was it? The yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. Dang it, Jason I, Kelsey. I was gonna say that because I think they were playing. I think the I think Washington and Philadelphia were playing each other, right? Yes. And so I knew I had a fifty fifty shot of getting that right. So close, yet so far. And Brian, away. you can just hush up laughing anytime you're ready. You can just shut <laughs> off. Okay? Yeah, that was good. I like it. <laughs> Either way, I am so sorry about that. I feel really bad when people have faith in me and I let them down. You should. Kelly and Wood. Tinder is taking over tattoo shops. I know tattoos are something near and dear to your heart. Yes. You know, I got ink. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, the reason why they're doing this is because they want to help people get rid of exes' names that are tattooed on them in some way, shape, or form. Oh, whether I'm talking about idiots. Okay. Rather I be, well, why would that be an idiot? Hey, come on, let's be real here. It is a bit presumptuous. Mm-hmm. Would that be the right word to get someone's name tattooed on you? Unless you got married. I got my wife's name in the breast cancer ribbon that I have on my chest. Right. But that's, you know, I'm, I think we're going to ride it out together. Let's say she does leave you. My wife? What would you do to that tattoo? I'd leave it. Just really? so that, yeah, just to like look like a martyr then. So every time you popped off that shirt, you'd have your ex-wife's name yeah. right there on your boot. Hell yeah. Okay. Because who? I'm never getting married again, dude. No. If this one doesn't work out, that's it. I'm never doing this. Again. I don't know. I'd be, I, you, you're such a tender heart. I am a tender heart. Thank you very much. But I also don't want to be hurt again. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we're starting to cry over a relationship that hasn't even gone bad. But yeah. that's. I thought my marriage was getting better. I guess not. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, if I, yeah, I would never ever get married again. There's okay. no way. So I would just, you know what? This is. I always look at this tattoo, like say that were to happen, as this is where I was at at this moment in my life. My wife, Brianna, mm-hmm. had breast cancer. That's why I got this tattoo. But your next gal pal may not like that. Well, to hell with her then. Okay. So if she had, you know, like, I don't know, Justin tattooed on her boob, you'd I'd, be like, oh, cool. I'd just never take my shirt off in front of her. Mm. Actually, that's something I could actually think you could probably pull off for I think I could swing that one, yeah. A long time. Because you know she'd never want to go out on my boat, because that's about to sink and, mm-hmm. and start on fire and everything else, so... She walking on you in the shower. Why are you wearing a shirt? I'm like, hey, don't worry about Why that. Why are you in here when I'm trying to take a shower? I never knew it was born on this moment. If your wife were to leave you, mm-hmm. which will probably happen, yeah, would you get married again? Yeah, sure. Why not? Would I, you really? What the hell? Give it another. I need someone else to be in charge of my life. 
True. I need to be trapped under someone's thumb. You wouldn't even have access to your bank accounts or anything. No, she'd leave me you penniless. Even, you don't even know how much you make, do you? No clue. I, I, there's a lot of things I have no clue about. Okay. You Laundry. Need, yeah, bills. you would, you yeah. would need someone else in your life. Big time. Instantly. I, I'd be back on the market probably that day. <laughs> yeah, ask him, hey, want a date? <laughs> no, I'm your lawyer. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, if you want to get your ex's name taken off of you, Tinder is taking over tattoo shops in mid-October. Now, I don't know how you get registered for this or anything else or if they reimburse you, but they're looking to help you out. Find a tattoo artist you trust. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, go see my guy, Sean, Fresh Skin Tattoos. Go ahead and get that. He'll ta- trust me that you can cover up anything. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we got Trash Flash on the way next. And I've got myself a gentleman who everyone wants to multitask, right? Yeah. In today's day and age, we all want to multitask. Well, you shouldn't be doing this while doing that. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. It sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score. Put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flag. We're headed to Florida. Texas, my friend. Southwestern trash. Where everything is bigger, they say. All my exes live. In Texas. Well, we have a police officer, and he's driving down the road, and he notices that this Ford Bronco is a little bit all over the road. That's not good, right? Well, at one point in time, the Ford swerved across the road in a suburb. Another point, the vehicle hit the curb, popped up on there, almost caused an accident. Good Lord. And that's when authorities said, hey, 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 enough of this, and hit the lights. Well, the car did pull over. When the officer walked up behind the wheel was 59-year-old George Howard. But, you know, when you're walking up on a car and you see things, you know, moving around and people jumping around and things. I imagine that would make you a bit jumpy. Things are going off. Well, that's when Howard openly admitted, hey, me and my lady friend here in the passenger seat, we're becoming the beast with two backs. While going down the freeway? Yeah, while going down the road. Yikes. Now, mind you, during this little interview, Howard reached into his cup holder and took a swig of his (laughs) wide-open beer. (laughs) Now, his 53-year-old female passenger also had a beer, but she had the good decency to hide that beer in between her legs underneath the dress. (laughs) Oh, Lord. That's when officer said, all right, well, why don't you just get on out of the car? Well, when Howard did step out of the car, he forgot to buckle up. And I don't mean the seatbelt. I mean his belt because <laughs> his pants fell off. <laughs> Howard then, at this point in time, pants around his ankles, began to get verbally abusive with police officers, telling them that he has done nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with love. Ask me about my winner. Well, Howard, there is something against love when you're driving and operating a vehicle. He was told that his breathalyzer, by the way, checked in at a .152, nearly twice the state limit. Now, the gal, she was not arrested. Really? But, she even had an open container. She wasn't arrested. I mean, it's Texas, man. Like, look, as long as you're not driving, I don't. They may not care. You might be right on that. Howard, though, he was taken to jail. Who knew? Who had the great job of pulling up his pants? But someone <laughs> did. They slapped on some handcuffs and took him to jail. Yeah, jail ain't the place you want to be going without pants on. Yeah, especially when you, you know. All amoured up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, fellas. All right. Well, we'll give this one a score. Mm-hmm. Uh, driving recklessly down the road, that's going to get you just a few points. Oh, yeah. 125 for that part. The fact that you're doing it because you're trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Trying to close the deal. Going full meatloaf with love by the dashboard lights. That's right. Mm-hmm. Paradise by the dashboard lights. Oh, yes. We will go ahead and give that 225 points. Oh, my. Doing it while drinking behind the wheel. Golly, just what a moron. Hey, you got a lot of things going on. That's true. And sometimes you need the alcohol to help you initiate things. If you say so. Lower those walls, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him another 200 points for that. Okay. Um, getting out of the vehicle and having your pants fall around your ankles, not only is that embarrassing, it's tragic. It's not a good look. I'm going to get that 175 points right there. What was his blood alcohol level? 0.152. So we get that 152 points, 75 points for being arrested. 
I think we got ourselves a good score here. Can I get a few points for the bold move of taking a swig of your beer <laughs> when you're talking to the cops? <laughs> yeah. 150 points for that right there. That's trash. Man, I, I've been watching a lot of uh, f- like real videos lately of cops pulling people over who are drinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this got into my algorithm so quickly, but it is hilarious. Not that people are driving drunk, but the things they try and do when they're pulled over and they know. Like, yeah. Like how they try and kill time, or they'll quickly try and light up a cigarette to cover up the alcohol smell in their breath. Do the old penny in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think that works, though. I don't think it does. But either way, Wood, we got ourselves a score here, Come and uh, it's when you had me add the points for the pants around the... Oh, no, taking a swig of beer. It put us over the mark, man. Oh, yeah! It's been a while. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat and Joe. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat and Joe. We don't always hit a thousand points, man, but what we do, it's an absolute celebration. Come on. And you knew this gentleman was going to do it today. Our guy trying to go to the rodeo behind the wheel with an open can of beer in the console earns himself a whopping 1,102 points. Trashing. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the morning. Uh, I may be staring down the barrel of a $600, $6,000 car repair. Or $600. You don't know yet. Don't know. And I have a question about commercials. Why are we seeing so many pharmaceutical commercials? We got into it heavy this morning. In our very first break of the day, we call it our bonus track, and here it is. Kelly and Wood. And just like that, the week is in full swing. Ah, yes. Enjoy this weather today, man. It's fixing to get cold starting tomorrow. Ah, yes. True fall hits us tomorrow, which means I got to power wash the house today. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Get her looking spiffy for the fall weather. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. You nope. maybe noticed I have a different car that I drove in today. I did. You probably thought that I was I like I was missing work or something because you didn't see my normal. I thought Jake Judd was working and he screwed up the parking lot like he normally does. Which he usually does, yeah. He but just no, parks willy-nilly. I'm going to explain to you in just a second what happened yesterday and how some guy made me so angry. Oh, I, I just I was like, why why would you do that to somebody? Did you throw hands with this gentleman? No, nah, I didn't throw no hands. Did you verbally assault this gentleman? No, nah, but I did. I was just like, why would you? Ah. Why would you do that to somebody? I, so I, you did the Kelly Jordan where you went back to your car and then told him what you thought. I thought of a million great comebacks once I got in the car. I should have told him this. But let's yeah, get, let's get into it, shall we? Hold on, let me pull something up. Let's do this here. Uh, I'm ready. I'm feeling a little bit off. You, you know when you do something different in the morning, how you can kind of feel off for the rest of the day? Yes. Driving in that car made me feel kind of off today. You didn't have your normal surroundings? Right. And it's and I felt like I was sitting on the ground. That car is so low to the ground. You are a creature of habit. It's a Nissan Altima, mm-hmm. which, you know, decent car. Seemed to have sold a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But it's weird to go from driving a truck to driving something where you feel like you're sitting literally on the pavement. The elevation change, for sure, is, is weird. It, it is, and that's why I'm feeling a bit off today. But watch me bring the heat. You sit back and watch. You might learn something, kid. I, I- I'm I'm ready to be burned. I don't know. We had to inject racism into it all. I don't know about racism. That was a old song by. Was that Smash Mouth who did that? Uh, or was that Everclear who did that song? How dare you, Offspring? Offspring. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't know. There was a lot of bands that came out in that era that felt extremely similar. Offspring's been around for a long time. What other songs they did? Offspring did Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Yep. They did Dada, Why Don't You Get a Job. Yep, they they did a bunch of like self-esteem, Kids Are Alright. I mean, there there was a lot. They did pretty good. Are they tour, are they touring these days? Could I still go I see so. Offspring if I wanted to? I think so. I, they were part of that grunge movement too a little bit. Yeah. Way back. But I gotta tell you, man, if I was one of those bands from like the 90s, early 2000s, I would just make a living the rest of my life off nostalgia. I think a a lot of them are now. Because you got to imagine any city you would go to, any major city, there's at least probably 2,500 people that would like to come see you. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, Blink-182 is back touring again. They're doing huge numbers. You charge $50 a ticket. You make, a, you know, 150 grand for the night. 50 bucks a ticket's probably on the low end. Probably. For a lot of these guys. But, I, like, you can, and I feel like that's a new thing, that these artists could just make a living off nostalgia. I, I don't know. But here's, here's another thought that I had, too. I just had this thought the other day. 
I'm I'm not going to be the old man. Get off my lawn. Music sucks now. But I will say this. <laughs> but the old the but music sucks today. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I I really think there's just even my son who's 12 years old says this. He's like music just isn't fun anymore. And it's part you, of it. And if you listen to the radio, which I do, I listen to a ton of radio. I'm like, man, can can we have one song about something upbeat and fun? Everything is about I want to, you know, we just broke up and now I don't, I, I killed my boyfriend. All this, mm-hmm. I'm like, good God. Can we get a song about flowers or something? But was there any, was there a lot of that in our time? Hell yeah. Eh. If you want to go and take a ride with me, three women in the gun when the girls see. Oh, why <laughs> must I feel this way? Hey, must be the money. I, I believe if you take a closer look at those lyrics. I think he's talking about murder. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I don't know if it's just because it has a peppy beat, you know. But either way, I'm saying there's just not a lot of fun in music right now. So I think that's why we're all nostalgic for like, oh, remember when music was fun? Like Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Mm-hmm. No one would come out with that song. Like Macklemore, Thrift Shop. That was a fun song. And no one's doing that anymore. I think you're getting more of it in country. I, 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 I agree. And I do think that's a reason you have seen, like Morgan Wallen. For all these warts and stuff. Yeah. Music, phenomenal. Everyone's in it. It's a, like this summer, if you went around to house parties or wherever Mm -hmm. or concert festivals, you heard Morgan Wallen bumping a lot this summer. And I think there is something to that. I, and again, I love Luke Combs, but a lot of Luke Combs stuff is slow. Yeah. And Luke Combs, Luke Combs can write a great lyric. Like he can write a lyric, set you back on your heels. But some of it, I, I do think there is. I think that's why Florida Georgia Line did so well for so long. I mean, everyone knocked it, bro country or whatever. But right. again, you went to somebody's you know, bonfire. Oh, man. Florida Georgia Line was going to get played at some point in time, and everybody was going to enjoy themselves. Do you know how many weddings I played cruise at? I mean, a lot. Mm-hmm. And everyone, it was the same reaction, like, oh, my God, baby, it was so... Right. Everybody's singing along. But you look back, we also at times romanticize. Oh, 110%. Nirvana wasn't penning any feel-good, no. you know, heart. That's true. But it was a Pearl Jam and stuff like that. But again, maybe that was more of the rock genre. But that could be. Either way, I, could, I am a huge fan of A, upbeat music. Mm-hmm. And anything positive, so... 100%. You're not going to twist my arm on this. Well, so anyway, so let me tell you what happened with the car yesterday. So I'm driving home, and I and I was I felt like something was kind of funky on Sunday when I was driving the truck around, but I was like, ah, who knows? Maybe it's... Who knows what's going on Just here? Just push right through it, It'll right? work itself out, yeah. as mechanical issues often do. Yes. So anyway, I'm driving... I'm leaving here yesterday. I put my car in reverse, throw it in the drive, and it goes clunk, 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 and it like lurches forward four times. What noise did it make? You heard it. No, I didn't. It doesn't. Need, it doesn't matter. I, I just for call, any mechanics out there. Call my mechanic. He's got a recording yeah, on. Uh, what, what is so it? I was like, oh crap, that's not good. Yeah. And then it was driving fine, but when I, when I would get in a third and fourth gear, it's like it would kind of sputter a little bit. So it's like, and I could look. I, I saw the tachometer kind of going up and down a little bit. Uh, so I was like, oh my god, what is going on here? And I have an hour drive home, mm-hmm. and I know you ain't coming to help. So I was like, what am I going to do if this truck breaks down? It's in the opposite direction, right? That's what I'm saying. It would it would be a minor inconvenience. I got for some you. things going on. So I was like, crap. So right away, I call my people at the garage that I go to, and I and I like them. Here's a side note. If you run some sort of auto mechanic place, realize that people are intimidated to call you. Be friendly. I mean, you don't you don't have to be condescending. Okay. You know what I mean? I, there was a I took my truck to get an oil change one time here in town. I, I swear the guy had never talked to another human being in his life. Mm. I had to keep saying what, what, what are you saying? I, I can't. I don't understand you. Was he a low talker or what? No, he just he looked like a troll who had never talked to another human oh. being. Like they keep him in the pit changing oil, and he just snuck out to take my order. Don't uh, dunk on the poor fella. I didn't say where it was. Okay. Either way, everyone knows though. It's like, <laughs> no, ah, no, dunk. We're talking about you on the radio. Get up here. <laughs> no, but I was just like, good lord, could you at least have one percent human skills? If you're going to be helping me with my vehicle. It is something that has fallen off in our society today. So I go to this other place. I'm maybe getting raked over the coals at this place, but at least they're friendly. Okay. And they have loaner cars. Mm-hmm. You got me as a customer for life at that point. You're not going anywhere. So anyway, I get on the phone with them right away. Right away and I'm like, hey, I'm having transmission issues. I'm coming in hot. You guys got a loaner car ready for me. So he's like, yep, absolutely, sir. Mm-hmm. Bring, her, bring her on in. 
Come on in, Mr. Jordan. <laughs> anyway, so then, you know, they give me a call in the evening and they say this, and I don't know. He goes, okay, it could be two things. Either your transmission shot, and that's about a $6,000 repair, mm-hmm. or it's the max airflow sensor. That makes sense. That he said that's about a $600 repair. That registers like how much air goes into the engine, right. which gives you that jerky feeling. And he said it's on the same, it's on the same uh, circuit, so sometimes it, it can give you that. And Same like, reading. Right. And I'm like, okay, fingers crossed. And listen, I don't know if you're a God-fearing person that's listening right now, but if you could throw a few prayers up for me. Wow. I, I'm using it, man. Okay. I, I don't care. All right. I need help. Circle I, round. I don't have six grand, dude. I don't know if you can loan me six grand. I got some. Uh, my money's are tied up in Bitcoin. Let me and, <laughs> and, <laughs> matter, look, I'll give you a hundred. Put it on whatever team has 60 to one odds. <laughs> Those always work out. <laughs> and then maybe I can get it. So I was just like, oh, seriously? I was like, well, what are the odds? He's like, well, I don't really want to say. He's like, because I don't want to steer you in one way or another. But he says one of these two problems. He said we plugged in the truck and had like a million error codes came up. I'm like, well, I mean, it was running. I mean, who I get it I get the oil change regularly. Other than that, I don't I'm not just gonna take it in for a checkup once in a while. I get you. So either way, I'm either looking at a six hundred dollar repair or a six thousand dollar repair. If it's six thousand, I'm like, that's it. The truck is done. Take it's, it down to Minneapolis, park it, yeah. see hope somebody steals Hell it. Yeah. There you go. Or my brother said, why don't you hook the boat up to it and drive it out onto the ice this winter? And just the boat and the truck go down together. Via Gondios. <laughs> well, it's not every radio show on air that really just gets on air and talks about insurance fraud. But no. that's why you come here. You get here. plenty of it here, though. That's right. Anyway, so that's where my head is at right now. But I'm, I'm not going to get stressed about it. Nothing I can do about it, right? That's right. I'm a new man. And you know what? At the end of the day, whatever shakes out will shake out. Siebert said one time he had the same problem. It was a fuel pump. That was something I read, too. It could possibly be that. Okay. So we'll see. Fingers crossed it's not that bad. It's wild to me, though, like how mechanics can figure that stuff out. I know. Out. And this is a radio show like you ain't never heard before. Yes, sir. I don't know why. Well, you know, it's a little bit of here, a little bit of there. Insurance fraud, you know, come and go. <laughs> I'm not going to commit insurance fraud. It's just my family advised I commit insurance fraud. I'm just thinking about it and researching it. No big deal. <laughs> the thing that sucks is if my, and we were talking about this earlier, if you just joined us, my truck is broken down. And if it is a transmission, like I still owe like two grand on that truck, mm-hmm. right? It's, now it's like now I'm going to be paying two grand on a truck that doesn't run. Yeah, your your best hope is a carjacking. I help. Mm-hmm. You must know some shady people with all the gambling you do. I do, but you got to start losing to them first. Then they'll come for you. And trust me, they're not taking anything you want them to take. It's like a pinky. Either way, all right, we're moving. I don't care. You know what? If the truck is broke down, the good Lord will guide me where I need to go. I That's don't care. Right. <laughs> That's a good mentality to have. Thank you, brother. Well, how was your evening, my friend? Uh, it was pretty... I, so I've got a lot of people. I'll be, we wanted to get some stuff done around the house. Right. My house is going bonkers right now. I've got a great handyman. He's been helping out. He's going to get some things done. i got painters in the house. Doing all the man's work you can't do. Well, yeah. You know, then I've got my mind power set on other things. Right. You're a good delegator. So my basement gets done last night, painting and everything. I get everything put back. I settle in, and I just want to watch a little football. That's it. Do you ask much in this world? I don't. And now, I'll be honest with you. Just leave me alone for five hours. Outside of football, I watch 0.0 live television. Right. Like, you know, it used to be Friday night at 8 o'clock was appointment TV, TGIF. If you were in front of your TV and you didn't have the Betamax set, you were SOL. The last live TV I watched was a Golden Bachelor last week, and I regretted it instantly. Because, honestly, I can't handle the commercials anymore. Right. I have ruined myself. Like, if I g- click on a, any sort of video and it's got a minute ad, like, oh, I'm not watching this. Seriously? I'm not watching this. I'll find something else. My kids are the same way. They'll do a million clicks to avoid a commercial instead of just sitting there for 30 seconds. Why, why, why would you? Right? Yeah. So, anyways, that brings me back to football. Football has so many commercials. So, last night. Gotta get paid. I'm sitting there just being bombarded with commercials during a God-awful football game as well, right? Fun. And I thought to myself, and someone can explain this. We actually asked intern Sandro about this, all right? And this will make sense in a second. Okay. Why do we, and we're not a political show. No. Why do we have so many pharmaceutical commercials? I, I asked this question a while back. 
And the reason I got was because of like deregulation or something like that. Well, so, and the reason I brought up Sandro, Sandro, our intern, was from Germany. Still is from Germany. He actually went back. We kicked him out. <laughs> yeah, he, right? couldn't, he couldn't take the heat. And he told us that it's illegal in Europe for any sort of medicine to run commercials. Right. Yet here, I literally paid attention because I started talking about this with my wife. And they, you know, you wait every three minutes, there'll be a commercial break, especially when the Giants are on because they suck. Okay. Boom, commercial. I got commercials for like all sorts of things. And here was the other thing. Ask your doctor about this. Right. I don't even know what the hell medicine this is for. Yeah. And to be honest with you, and I know we've got a ton of people in the medical field that listen to us. A lot of them, yeah. I Here's my problem with this. I need to ask the doctor. A, I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. Right. B, if I'm the one bringing up care to my doctor... And my doctor, you know, swivels in his chair. Yeah. That's a hell of an idea. You heard about that? I need to find a new doctor. Yeah. You know, if my doctor had not already considered this for whatever it is, diabetes. And, you know, he's, I can you show me this commercial? And he watches a commercial <laughs> yeah. with some chick dancing in a field. And he's like, yeah. yeah, I actually think this is the ticket for her, your health. Her diabetes does look better. I I, it is just mind-blowing to me. And honestly, I feel bad for anyone who does work in the healthcare profession. Yeah. Like, you went to school for years to treat the human body. Mm-hmm. And here comes a slack-jawed moron who saw this commercial the night before during Dances with the Stars or the football game and says, Hey, can this treat my psoriasis? <laughs> well, first of all, you don't have psoriasis, so I don't know. The best part of those commercials is the list of side effects. Oh! And everyone's just all happy and like, could cause sudden death. It's like, and the guy's like smiling, writing a flower on a chalkboard. Right. Yeah. But hey, guess what? You won't have heartburn, but you could die. Yeah, may cause bleeding from the ears and eyeballs. And I... Nonstop diarrhea. It blows my mind how we are just bombarded with this stuff all the time. And I, it's just. I heard one about a flu vaccine. I, I don't know if it was on the radio or on TV. I don't remember. But it was like a certain brand of flu vaccine, right? Yeah. And it was that same line Ask your doctor about da da da. I'm like. Good. Now I got to be asking for a flu vaccine by brand name. Like, how would I even know if it's good? My doctor will have it. That's it. I trust my doctor who went to school for eight years. Right. Yeah. To figure this out versus me who needs to Google how to do new addition to give myself. Otherwise, I could go write myself a prescription, right? Yeah. Anybody walk up to the counter? Bang. I saw a commercial. I'll take two of these, please. (laughs) It is just wild to me. And it's until you start to notice how many of them are. Yep. Man, we get hit with a ton of them. Well, I noticed this a long time ago, too, and that's why I brought it up. And I was like, why is there so many medical commercials? And someone told me, like, back in the day, again, you weren't allowed. It was like cigarettes. You couldn't advertise medication. Mm -hmm. And now you can. And so now it's just like, it's every commercial. And sometimes it's awkward, too. Like, yeah. I don't even want to say because someone could get offended. But there's certain commercials where they talk about certain, you know, Mm-hmm. intimate things noodles and you're just sitting there and you're like jeez i'm sitting here with my kids and you're talking about they do do a pretty good job of not like when you see the two bathtubs next to each other right yeah. we know what's going on oh right? yeah like what kind of crap bathroom has two separate oh, bathtubs? That'd be sweet uh, are you kidding i'm cleaning two bathtubs now uh, you're you haven't cleaned a bathtub in your entire life right and i'm not gonna clean two yeah <laughs> so if i'm not cleaning one you want me to start cleaning two and oh yeah by the way i took this pill let's lay in two separate tubs and hold hands that's only until the pill kicks in yeah then all of a sudden then, periscope up yeah two tubs become one you know what i'm saying that's just popping out the water one's for cleaning up afterwards <laughs> oh, God. all right all, all right sure. come on glass it up Speaking of that, speaking of t- cleaning tubs, I went to my mom's house yesterday to make her dinner. Oh, my. And I was, <laughs> dude, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> All right, come on. No, but I was just like, I, here's here's why you should teach your kids to clean. I went to my mom's house yesterday to make her some dinner, and I was like, man, her bathroom was filthy. And my mom's a very clean. Oh, my mom broke her collarbone. That's oh. So she can't really do much right now. Yeah. So I got out the Comet and the scrubber and all this stuff. And I was like, Vincent, my poor son has to go with me everywhere. I was like, come on, we're cleaning grandma's bathroom. No, not the game. He was like, dad, please don't make me clean that toilet. <laughs> Get in there, boy. 
<laughs> Nobody likes a whiner. I was, I was like, you know what? I'll get the toilet. You get the shower. What a good son. <laughs> so it's just uh, teach your kids to clean. That's all I'm going to say. But on the flip side, Even if, if you have two bathtubs, my kids have a bathroom and I have my bathroom, right? Yeah. I walked by my kid's tub the other day. Yeah. There's a stick in the tub. <laughs> Toys. I Hey, what? And my, my son's like, oh, yeah, I found that stick outside. And I just wanted to clean it up. thought it'd be really cool. Yeah. Was and it? Was it cool? Wasn't cool. Oh. So we just leave the tub. And we leave the stick in the tub. Like, <laughs> the, the sins is sometimes that come out of your mouth as a parent. Yeah. If you got stoned out of your mind and filled out Mad Libs for four days, you, you wouldn't come up with some of the ridiculous things that you deal with. You're right. As a parent. You're absolutely right, brother. Uh, Dave texted in, drug ads are only legal in the United States and Australia. That should tell you something. Man, let's go ahead and turn it around. Uh, Corey says, hey, at least it's better than election season. You're not wrong. Oh, man, that is the worst. Wait till this time next year. You'll be begging for pharmacy and car commercials. <laughs> yeah, all right. Is there anything that can make me deaf for a month while these <laughs> ads play out? Yeah. The funny thing about political ads, too, is had they ever swayed someone's opinion. Right. Ever. Like, you're once you decide, you're locked in. Well, and I think a lot of them are from, like, those PAC groups and all that. It's not even from, like, the candidates themselves. Maybe they just energize the base. Yeah, Either way. Something. All right. I derailed a good break. I'm sorry. Nah. I just, cleaning my mom's bathroom was traumatizing, and I had to get it out. Yeah, you kind of messed me up, and I wasn't even there. <laughs> anyway, here we go. History. <laughs> My main point was you said you've never cleaned a bathtub, and I was like, teach your kids to clean. Yes. Because I got right on the case yesterday. Start them young, that's for sure. And ke- always keep common in the house. And keep an eye out for sticks. That's right. All right, here we go, Wood. On this day, all the way back in 1789. Yeah. yeah. How do you carve a turkey on Thanksgiving? First step, sip of wine. On this day back in 1789, George Washington proclaims the first national Thanksgiving Day to be held on November 26th. And can we give some credit here? Shout out to G-Dub there for making it on a Thursday. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. That week of Thanksgiving is one of the great screw off. Nobody has to really do any work weeks. Oh, I love it so much. The drive home from work on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Oh, come on. No one's even working on a Wednesday, too. Wednesday's that potluck day where everyone brings in something. I love that. Everyone's gone by noon. Yeah. All right, on this day, what, back in 1920? The NFL played its very first games. Come on, On this day, back in 1920. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know they were over 100 years old, the NFL. Does it say what teams? It doesn't on this information that I have here. I think one of them was like the Canton Bulldogs. Okay. Yeah. Definitely, and you. I don't know what that sentence means. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, I think the Hallis family bought the Bears for like a hundred bucks. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's just it's wild to go back and really like dig into like the actual history of the NFL. Well, who would have known? You know what I mean? Who would have known that sports would become such a staple of our lives? And like, if you think about it, I mean, some country like with soccer, football, whatever. I mean, it's the identity of some countries. Who would have thought? That yeah. it would get that far. Football is now, like it used to be baseball was America's pastime. Yeah. Football is America's passion now. And it, it's definitely an unchained animal at this point. Uh, uh, also on this day, Wood, back in 1995. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder in violation of Penal Code Section 187A, a felony upon Nicole Brown Simpson, a human being, as charged in count one of the information. On this day in 1995, O.J. Simpson's trial ended with him being cleared of the murder of his wife. Uh, one of the few events that you remember where you were at. Yep. When they read that, I still remember just the shock of how. Yep. How? That was the first time it really got hammered home to me. Rich people got a different. They, yeah, they can pretty much do whatever they want. Rich people just live by a different set of rules, and everyone else just is like, well, okay, whatever. Uh, let's do some birthdays real quick, Wood. Celebrating a birthday today. song still slaps. 
Gwen Stefani, it's her birthday today. And, you know, sometimes it gets forgotten. No doubt had a heck oh, of man. a run there. Walking in Spiderwebs was playing at the gas station the other day. I was like, man, this song was good. They had a, they had a lot of hits. Like, they weren't a one-hit wonder that just kind of kicked her off into her own Oh, thing. hell no. They did a lot well. Uh, she's got to be, I'm going to say she's 54 today. Oh, you're, you're right on the nose, hey. my friend. You must be a giant fan of old hey, Gwen Stefani. Good for Blake Shelton, huh? Yeah. Mm. She was one of the first celebrities I ever got to meet when I got into radio. And I was like, holy crap, that's Gwen Stefani. This is like when she first went solo. Is she short? Yes, very okay. short. And she had a giant pimple on the side of her breast. Okay. And I'll never forget that. I thought that was pink. No, no. Pink Pink was angelic when I met her. All right. She had gorgeous milky white skin. Okay. Slow <laughs> down. That noise you just heard was a restraining order getting filled out. <laughs> it was on this day. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. Also celebrating a birthday today, Wood. Tommy Lee. Ah, okay. You hear him here in a second. We might have to ditch the James Brown we come on the air with and play this. No. Okay. People would just start driving off the road. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I quit meth yesterday, but I'm back in. <laughs> Having a flashback. Anyway, it's Tommy Lee's birthday today, drummer of Motley Crue. And one of the, I don't want to say first, but one of the rare guys where the drummer kind of outgrew the rest of the band. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, that's tough to do. And Motley Crue was his creation. I mean... Was yeah. that, isn't that what the movie Dirt taught us? Well, I mean, he was obviously one of the uh, the founding members and stuff. But and then, of course, one of the first people to, like really like remember his drum set would go upside down yeah. and stuff. Uh, he's got to be sixty today. Ah, you're close, my friend. You're close enough to get this. Tommy Lee is sixty one today. How weird would it be if like you you realized that probably a pretty good chunk of the of United States of America has seen you naked? That would bother me. I mean, but then again, he posted on his Instagram like, you know, twice a month. I'll say this, and I'll keep it clean. Mm -hmm. If I was him, it wouldn't bother me. Well, yeah. As me, Mm -hmm. it would bother me. Yeah. I wouldn't be very embarrassed to go in public. I wouldn't wear pants anywhere. Right. Yeah. Of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.